Hi, ever wonder what it's like to work another profession or live in the underworld? Listen to Unsuspecting Riders give a 10 to 15 minute personal masterclass as I spontaneously interview them as they enter my taxi. I'm your host, Simon Rushton, and this is Taxi Chronicles. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another rider, another episode. Today we have the lovely Vanessa, and she's got her own podcast. It's early hours of the morning, and the lockdown's just started, but we won't go there. And she's got to tell us about her podcast and why she does it, and um, just, you know, how long she's been doing it. So, happy to have you here today, Vanessa. Thank you for having me um, on Taxi Chronicles. Um, as Simon said, my name is... That's funny, Simon says funny. Um, <laughs> my name is Vanessa and I have a podcast called Open Till Late. Um, really and truly, um, where I got the idea from was... I noticed that people my age, so I'd say in their 20s, so like gen i think it's millennials gen x gen gen z whatever if you don't have a popping instagram following or you're not somebody or like people don't know your name i feel like you never really feel like you have a platform to use your voice and to express yourself so really and truly i just invite my friends on people that i know that are doing great things that others don't hear about because maybe their platforms have only just started and I give them a platform to talk about it. So I've had actors on, I've had charity organizers, I've had my cousins on, I've had friends on, and they're all doing amazing things, but just need the right platform to open up about it. Hence the name open till late. So yeah, that's that. So what's, um, um, what's the most interesting episode you've had so far? Um, actually this will be a bit of an exclusive but i've got my last episode of 2020 is actually with an organization called the pull-up community and they consist of two lovely women that i actually went to college with and they are sri lankan tamils and i actually have never had i've only ever had one other person that wasn't black as a guest so i thought it'd be really interesting to have another perspective because we spoke about interracial dating, like blacks and Asians, because I think usually we talk about whites and blacks, but we talked about black and Asian interracial dating. We spoke about um, the similarities. Like we tend to think like, oh, they're different, but really and truly like what Britain deems as like an ethnic minority, we're actually quite similar in a lot of ways culturally. So that was really interesting because I didn't expect it to be so easy to talk about and discuss because there was actually a lot to talk about. So that's coming up, guys, um, next week, Tuesday, or hopefully by the time you hear this, that will be up. So make sure you subscribe so you know exactly when that comes out. Okay, that's good. Where can people find you? So you can find um, Open Till Late on all your podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Acast, Deezer, all the platforms. And then you can follow us on Instagram at Open Till Late Pod. 
if you want to come on as a guest because you've got something you want to get off your chest or open up about you can email me um at opentillatepod at gmail.com okay so tell us a bit about yourself who is vanessa what makes vanessa the lady is she she is today um well yeah <laughs> i don't know where to start really um this is because the listeners really want to know about you it's nice to have the discussion but they'd like to know the person that you are yeah well i'm actually an actress um who um i would say coincidentally decided to become full-time just before covid so really bad timing but my background is in education and social media and marketing so um obviously with covid i lost all my acting work but i've been able to work for some really great brands one of them being black ballad which is a black owned media company for and by black women it's really amazing um, and you can find them at um, at black ballad uk on instagram and twitter you can use my code which i believe is vanessa for 40 percent off a membership as well if you're interested and um, yeah, I'm currently freelancing in social media and digital marketing for anyone who I think deserves it really. So anyone who's doing good work, I'm happy to freelance for because I realize life is too short and I want to attach my name to things that make sense and things that help people. So that's what I'm currently doing, but I do hope that in 2021, I can start my acting again. <laughs> Hopefully the theater, will not die and we can save the arts and I can get back to acting again. Why acting? Why did you choose acting? Um, so around the age of 25, I had a, what people like to call a quarter life crisis. So I thought, before. you never heard of that before? <laughs> so it's uh, in between, obviously, yeah, yeah, it's a quarter life crisis. Yeah, and I thought, I was going crazy because I was like, I don't know what to do with my life. I'm not happy. I don't know what's going on. Um, but it was weird because everything else in my life was good. Like I was in a good relationship. I was living like in my own flat and I was really enjoying life. And then I realized like, what makes me happy? Like if I strip back everything, what genuinely makes me happy? And when I like think back to my childhood, I remember doing a lot of acting, dancing, musical theater, stagecoach, performances in school. And I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Like, I feel like acting allows me to use the negative experiences that I've had in life to like tell someone else's story. And I think that that's uh, really important um, for me, the actor, as well as like the audience. So yeah, that's when I started taking classes again and I've just finished an acting course um, literally last week. So that's why I'm ready to sort of get back out there um, next year. Who was the acting course with? Um, it was at the City Lit. I don't know if I'd recommend it. That's why I didn't want to mention it. But okay. it's. Um, yeah, but I think, I, think, I think with COVID, obviously a lot of things changed. So we went from learning inside like a theater to obviously having to do it over zoom then back into the theater so 
I think COVID kind of shook things up a little bit and kind of made the course not as good as I thought it would be, but it was still... Was it good yeah. when you was in the theatre? Um, It was just good because of human interaction, but then at the same time, when we came back from lockdown, we obviously couldn't touch. So in my exam that I just had, we weren't allowed to touch. So it was really weird doing like intimate scenes for example but you can't touch no not and not sex simon's looking at me funny not like sex scenes but like romantic scenes let's say you couldn't what, really touch romantic scene? as in couples scenes when you're doing it with you know someone you're in a relationship with as in acting wise or when there's sexual tension you can't show that through touch but what that actually did was it pushed us to do that through our eyes or to do it through the way we move across the stage. And so um, would it yeah. be fair to say it brought you to the Harold Lloyd and Charlie Chaplin days? Um, do you know those people? I know who Charlie Chaplin is, but okay. I don't know Harold who Harold Lloyd, Lloyd is. Before Charlie Chaplin, I believe. Okay. Um, but it's the black and white wet, um, cinematic days where everything was really dramatic. And there was like a bit of a taboo in physical, like touching Touching. opposite sex in certain ways, or if it was done, it was done kind of dramatic. Okay. Do you understand? Yeah. So it's like what you're saying there brings that to my mind, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's basically you did have to overact Mm. in order to get the Mm. emotion across. Mm. Yeah. What would you say you've learnt? through your time of what you've been doing the acting and stuff that you wish you knew when you had started um I think I used to think that if you were gifted then you would be fine and obviously you do hear of a lot of actors like for example Michael Ward who's in Top Boy and Blue Story you hear people like him who are just gifted and they didn't do any training oh is that oh that the young guy he went to prison in the show yeah 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 I I like him I thought he was okay yeah he never went to no drama school or nothing he's just gifted did you see the interview of Ashley Waters about him he was on the uh, YouTube channel called London Real no. It's very good. You should watch it. If you type in London Real, Ashley yeah. Waters, yeah. and then you hear how they how he found him and everything. Yeah. It was, it was a good story. Oh, I'll definitely, I'll definitely about, listen to it. You know, the whole acting thing. Yeah. From the Black British point of view. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. I'll definitely give that a listen. Sorry, yeah. sorry. You were saying? Yeah. I feel like you need to, tr- like training is essential but training doesn't mean you have to go to drama school but if acting is something you really want to do you need to exercise that muscle wherever possible so even if that's just like role playing with your friend on the phone if that's just doing self tapes at home and practicing your technique if that is you know watching loads of netflix for research you need to constantly exercise that muscle but do it in different ways that obviously keeps you inspired keeps you entertained um yeah you can't just rest on being gifted i think i think you do need to you can be gifted but to maintain it you do need to do a bit of work and a bit of training um and yeah even now that i've done the course i need to 
go back to doing that now so yeah just finding different ways to to keep at it or find a new class or new course to do I interviewed a guy an actor the other day I've interviewed about five or six actors no way and uh, and the most famous actor who I couldn't he wouldn't let me interview him but he was in the movie Troy with Brad Pitt no way yeah. and um I was a bit starstruck, to be honest, because I love war. So when I saw him, he came to the car and go, oh, oh, I know you! You're, you're, you're Troy! Oh. And he was, really cool. he was really cool about it. And I said, can I, I, I'm doing the Taxi Chronicles, can I interview you? And he's like, no, but obviously he's got agent, he's got manager, he's got all these people. Yeah. So I was just like, um, but he's a great guy, really, really great guy. I liked him a lot. Um, um, yeah great impression for but that's probably my claim to fame of meeting anybody famous <laughs> in that respect but um this other guy who i interviewed the other day when i publish that i will send you the link okay is that he was on point talking about how to progress as an actor oh really i he need that really i need on, all the gems really really on point he was because even though I'm not an actor, you can tell when someone stands out. Yeah. Knowing their stuff, doing their homework. Yeah. And he really stood out. But in fairness, a lot of the others have just graduated. I was mm. going to move on. Samuel Jackson, you know his take on black British actors. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. I watched a documentary, and there's another guy who, who acts in... Um, Tyler Perry movies, a black American, mm -hmm. and I think one point he he he's a bit of, he plays the abusive husband, but he's really slick. Um, I'm not, I can't I don't know his name, but he was speaking in contrary to what Samuel Jackson was saying, and he was saying, and there's a reason behind why I'm telling you this. He was saying that when he meets a black British actor or actress. He, um, you ask them what they have done, and he said he hasn't met any, more or less, who haven't done theatre, who hasn't gone through the arts, mm -hmm. done the whole thing. Mm -hmm. He said their pedigree, when you're working with them, you're actually learning as well as working. Mm. He said, but if you look at us, as in black Americans, you're you'll speak to someone so how did you get into it and they said well someone said I look kind of fly so they gave me a chance he says like <laughs> yeah. what, you know he's like what is that yeah what is that so it's interesting um it's funny how regardless of all our setbacks as both across the pond and here mm -hmm. um that people are feeling um they're kind of squabbling amongst themselves mm. um, in in that respect because I had the discussion with somebody and they were saying, yeah, but what they're really, he's really saying he wants American jobs for Americans. Yeah. Americans to play Americans. And I said, well, in that case, Romeo, Juliet, most of the things that Hollywood makes shouldn't be played by any Americans. Mm. Because it's not, it's not their story. American, yeah. It's a European story. Yeah. If we're going to go down that line, regardless of race. Yeah. But it's just food for thought. You know, it's just that in that respect. But 
going back, my point was about the pedigree. Yeah. You said you don't really need to have had that acting school, mm-hmm. but um, this guy, yeah. from what I understood on the documentary also, yeah. is really good to do it. Really? It, it makes a different standard. Yeah, I mean, I've noticed friends that have gone through have enjoyed, but obviously because I'm old, like I've got a degree, do you know what I mean? So I just think, oh, another three years. Well, I don't know if it has to be three years. There may be other shorter methods or drama school's always three years. Yeah, so my course was a year, and basically it means that I'm accredited. So most actors will know like most of the jobs in the uk anyway they're on a website called spotlight okay um and you need to have been on an accredited course in order to be on spotlight so that's why instead of me going to drama school i just did a short accredited course yeah i heard there's like 20 real drama schools or something yeah and they're all they're all known by name like they're all like household names because they've been around for a long time okay yeah so like my friend did you watch small acts no no, yeah i really yeah it didn't i'm not gonna lie i've I've struggled to watch it interviewed the the stephen queen oh yeah stephen queen yeah and i didn't like his attitude straight away your shows if, if that's your personality and how you talk there's some sister interviewing him mm-hmm. and I just said and she was really being friendly enthusiastic trying to pump it up and he was just like I don't really want to be here is that kind of attitude no, I don't know. Like, I'm not interested and I just haven't bothered my mum said no Simon you should watch this yeah but like that I yeah dismissed it and moved on maybe later on I might give it a chance but not not it wasn't for yeah, same. I, I'm going to wait to watch it, but my friend was actually in it, and she went to RADA, so she went to a really prestigious, one of the top drama schools in the country, so obviously it's done well for her. She's been working since she left, like, she's never not worked since she... Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that probably speaks, that kind of emphasises what I was saying, really. Yeah. Um, but what did she say about being in it? Was she happy, the outcome? Um, I haven't actually spoken to her about it because before, you know how they have to keep it all under wraps and then all of a sudden it's out. So she yeah, did yeah. like a Vogue photo shoot, yeah. this, this and this, but she's never like, yeah. she's not shared anything about it outside of doing it. I'm, but it would be interesting to find out what she thinks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll yeah. be interested to hear that too. Um, I, it does a... Netflix or Amazon, there's a TV series called Barbarian. Ooh. Yeah, and one of the girls in that is a mixed race girl. Mm-hmm. She was in the car and she was telling me about that before. Yeah, she okay. worked, yeah. She said, Well, I'm going to, she's an actor and she's going to be in some show and blah, blah, blah. And she didn't want me to say the word. She didn't say the name. She told mm-hmm. me the name off air mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because she said that same thing that you she can't be seen to publicise yeah. things because of her contract and all of this. Yeah. But I said, oh, so what role are you playing? She said, she's playing a slave. I uh, said, really? I said, okay. <laughs> okay. See, yeah. But it's that same, it's the same, um, you know, it's like Game of Thrones thing. Mm-hmm. Um, all, the, all the black people were slaves or suffragettes or... Yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's, you know, if you if you want to do better, I always say make your own. 
Mm. I was probably just sit down and watch it. Yeah. Hold down for a shit. Yeah. Did you see what I mean in that respect and stuff? So you see the future is you're acting, you're calling for acting, but you're good at brand management as in social media. Yeah. Okay, that's that's good. What's the what's the impact you wanna have on the world? Um, I defo I think I represent all the women and I'll say in particularly black women who feel unseen but are really good at what they do like I think I've undermined myself for most of my life and only recently I've taken myself seriously and I'm actually trying to pursue my dreams so I hope I inspire black women to do that sooner and to believe in themselves sooner Mm -hmm. so that they can pursue their dreams um because I think our true our true purpose for being on this earth starts when you fulfill those dreams because they're you know they're dreams for a reason um and I think that's when the platform you gain from whatever dream you have whether that's to I don't know like it could be anything Mm -hmm that's why you're here on earth to like change something or to like you know have a legacy in a particular area so i feel like that's kind of what i want to do that's good yeah that's 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 good i was um sorry just just slipped me just slipped me but thanks for all of that just remind people where can people find you in your podcast Yep, so my podcast, Open Till Late, is available on all the podcast platforms, mainly Spotify, Apple, Acast, SoundCloud, Deezer, you name it. Um, and you can find us on Instagram at Open Till Late Pod. And if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast in 2021, you can email me at opentillatepod at gmail.com. Thanks again for having me on. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. You're welcome. We hope you liked that interview. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe to get the latest daily episode. Ever considered investing in the continent with the fastest growing economy and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources? Then listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you will hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am.